0: Welcome to this, the next edition of our daily devotions coming to you from Church of the Palms in Sarasota, Florida. As always, we're glad that you've uh, taken some time to join us and to um, pause and reflect upon God's Word. On this June 23rd, uh, please pardon the assertion of personal privilege while I do a little shout out to my eldest brother, Trez, who who has a birthday today. I won't say what his age is. Uh, And uh, I just want to uh, publicly express my gratitude for his role in my life and what a great brother he's been. So let us uh, prepare our hearts and minds by listening to some beautiful music. Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable to you, O Lord, our Rock and our Redeemer. Amen. Our scripture today comes from the book of 1 Samuel, the third chapter, beginning at the first verse. The story of Samuel is amazing right from the very beginning because it begins in chapter 1 with a man who had two wives. Now, in today's age, we might already be looking afoul at this story, a story that begins with polygamy. The Bible doesn't seem, though, to have a problem with polygamy, at least not in the Old Testament. The man's name is Elkanah, and his one wife, Peninnah, had children, and the other, Hannah, was unable to have children. In ancient biblical times, when you were not able to have children, it was a mark against the woman, not the man necessarily and it led to shunning and shame. Well, as the story goes, Hannah appeals to the priest of God, Eli, that God would grant her a son. And when she does make that appeal, she also offers a pledge that if God gives her a son, she will dedicate that son to the Lord. So as it turns out, Hannah does become pregnant and she delivers Samuel and and she does as she's promised she dedicates him to the service of eli the priest and then comes chapter 3 the next part of the story hear the word of god now the boy samuel was ministering to the lord under eli and the word of the lord was rare in those days visions were not widespread At that time, Eli, whose eyesight had begun to grow dim so that he could not see, was lying down in his room. The lamp of God had not yet gone out, and Samuel was lying down in the temple of the Lord where the ark of God was. Then the Lord called, Samuel, Samuel. And he said, Here I am, and ran to Eli and said, Here I am, for you called me. But Eli said, I I did not call. Lie down again. So he went and lay down. The Lord called again Samuel Samuel got up and went to Eli and said here I am for you called me but Eli said I did not call my son lie down again now Samuel did not know the Lord and the word of the Lord had not yet been revealed to him and the Lord called Samuel again a third time and he got up and went to Eli and said here I am for you called me then Eli perceived that the Lord was calling the boy Therefore, Eli said to Samuel, Go, lie down, and if he calls you, you shall say, Speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. So Samuel went and lay down in his place. Now the Lord came and stood there, calling as before, Samuel, Samuel. And Samuel said, Finally, Speak, for your servant is listening. And then the Lord said to Samuel, See, i'm about to do something in israel that will make both ears of anyone who hears of it tingle on that day i will fulfill against eli all that i have spoken concerning his house from beginning to end for i have told him that i'm about to punish his house forever for the iniquity that he knew because his sons were blaspheming god and he did not restrain them therefore i swear to the house of eli that the iniquity of eli's house shall not be expiated by sacrifice or offering forever. Samuel lay there until morning, and then he opened the doors of the house of the Lord, and Samuel was afraid to tell the vision to Eli. But Eli called Samuel and said, Samuel, my son, and he said, Here I am. And Eli said, What was it that God told you? Do not hide it from me. May God do do so to you and more also, if you hide anything from me of all that he told you. So Samuel told him everything and hid nothing from him. And then he said, It is the Lord. Let him do what seems good to him. As Samuel grew up, the Lord was with him and let none of his words fall to the ground. And all Israel from Dan to Beersheba knew that Samuel was a trustworthy prophet of the Lord. The Lord continued to appear at Shiloh, for the Lord revealed himself to Samuel at Shiloh by the word of the Lord. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Dallas Willard in his great book on prayer entitled Hearing God talks about prayer as primarily the discipline of listening to God more so than getting God to listen to us. The truth is God is listening to us all the time and everything we say, everything we do, everything we think, Praying does not get God to listen to us more. No, the challenge is getting us to listen to God more. Willard at one point says, if, you're in the time, if you are in a time of your life when you sense that God is really not speaking at all to you, the first question to ask is, what does the pattern of my life look like? And would it be, given that pattern, would it be a reasonable thing for God to try to talk to me given what I am preoccupied with? Or have I disciplined myself to create the space in my life to listen to God? When young Samuel hears his name called, he assumes it's Eli, the priest who must be calling him. He's not been trained to listen for and discern the voice of God. And finally, Eli says to him, the next time you hear your name called, simply say, speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. Which is what Samuel does and lo and behold God speaks and Samuel's life is changed later he becomes one of the great judges of Israel I think one of the great challenges and opportunities of the spiritual life is creating the time and the space to be still enough to hear what God is trying to say I don't know about you but A lot of my time with God is filled with the noise of what I want God to know, what I want God to listen to, what I want God to agree with. I think of a time when I was a young pastor and being courted by a church up in the northeast. This was a church that I'd always dreamt of being able to serve, and it was being led by a pastor that I had always dreamt I could serve with. Well, long story short, this dream church and this dream boss offered a call for me to come and work with them. Oh, my goodness, the planets had aligned. The dream had come true. What was the point of praying? Actually, I did pray, but it was simply to say thanks to God for simply for receiving something, for my receiving something that I already wanted, even though I had not asked God whether he got God wanted it for me. Well, long story longer, about a day after I accepted the call without really consulting the good Lord, I started to get depressed. I got anxious. I got worried. I got uncertain and I went into this tailspin and I said to myself, what's happening? This is my dream call. This is the the dream boss. What's happening here? The planets are aligning and yet I feel like this is the worst thing I could possibly do. Well, this went on for several days until finally I could hear God say, Steve, don't go. It didn't make any sense, but I felt it it was what the good Lord was saying. So I had to call up those good people and that good pastor and told them that even though a week before I had told them I was coming, now I wasn't. It was the hardest and most necessary call I've ever made. When I hung up the phone, the weight of the world fell off my shoulders. Four months later, another church came calling. And boy, that time did I just give myself a lot of time to listen. And I listened. And finally, God said, go. And I went and spent close to the next 19 years blissfully serving the people I believe God had intended me to serve God is listening to us all the time we should always have that in mind when we go to be in our time with God the question is are we listening to God God has great things to say if we would just simply offer God our attention may it be so Let us pray. Speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. Amen.